Castle Cast. Welcome back. We're talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. I'm here with Heather. Hi. And this movie is the one that was most anticipating for this summer. Didn't uh, let us down, did it? Mm-mm. We both loved it. Yeah. Me being the big comic book superhero MCU fan, and you being the innocent bystander that gets dragged to all the movies. Yeah. Yeah. I do that. You do it well. And you and you have a smile on your face every time. Oh, most which, times. Which, may, which makes everything so much easier. Most times. So I don't feel like I'm uh, like uh, uh, dragging you, kicking and screaming. Uh, sometimes. So what did you think? It was cool. I liked it a lot. And you're not a Spider-Man fan. You knew nothing about Spider-Man going in. No, You I didn't don't... watch any of the Spider-Man movies. No. I've seen, I believe it was the first Spider-Man once or twice, but I didn't give a fuck about it. So oh, you didn't? Oh. No. Well, that's pretty honest. Well, I, I just wasn't interested. I was in like you high school. You weren't hot and bothered by Tobey Maguire? Talking yeah, about those movies, the Spider-Man movies kind of made the whole comic book thing a big deal. The X-Men movies came out, they they, they definitely kicked it off. But Spider- the first Spider-Man came out and it really blew the lid off of all of it. <clears throat> and they were very popular. The first two movies were great and the third one was horrible. I do remember it being a big thing because I remember, I think it was the second time I saw Spider-Man. I saw it at my high school. We had some sort of day where we didn't have to do any work and they chose to... And they put fucking Spider-Man on? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. They didn't do that shit for us. They used to put on um, Charlotte's Web. Oh, that's fun. Anytime we had like boring shit going on in school, it seemed like we were watching Charlotte's Web or that movie about the reindeer. Do you remember that movie? Rudolph? I think it was called Prancer or something. They used to throw yeah. that shit on all the time. Yeah, they're, they're the two movies that stick out of my mind. Mm. I remember hating them. And you got Spider-Man. Lucky well, you. Well, what's cool about Spider-Man and Charlotte's Web is that they're sort of... They're so much spiders. the same. They're the same, yeah. yeah. And they include... Spiders yeah, and spiders. webs. They're very similar. Yeah, Charlotte's Web. So what did you think about this movie? Uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. I, I loved it. I will probably watch it more than once and I don't say that about a lot of movies I would definitely yeah uh, this is gonna be one of those movies that I watch over and over and over again Let, let's start off by saying we're gonna have a lot of spoilers in this podcast I think we always so do. I, I hope yeah, yeah I don't know why we have to say it but I hope that the people who are listening to this have gone out to watch the movie already but there was uh, a couple of different things in the movie that were very interesting and one of them was the uh, de- what was it damage control which was uh, a group that basically they would go after when 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 superheroes would like destroy cities or like screw a whole bunch of stuff up, damage control would come in and clean up the whole mess. So gotcha. that was that was the basis of the villain in this movie. Damage control, well, they kind of kicked him out, but he would go out. Do you remember? At the beginning of the movie, it starts out where they're basically cleaning up after the first incident with the Avengers yes. in 2012. Um, with the Shatari invasion. So they're cleaning up all the weapons and and they're collecting the weapons and then they're basically kicked out. Hey, you you know, you guys stop, you know, you, you're not allowed to clean up here. We're cleaning up here. And it turned out it to be uh, Tony Stark, uh, Stark Industries, connected somehow with the government and they were going to be the ones that cleaned it up and not Adrian Toomes, a.k.a. the Vulture. And he took weapons from that scrap pile when he was basically fleeing away, they had a truck full of weapon parts, uh, Shatari weapon parts, and he took them back and he started creating his own stuff. 
And that's how he became the Vulture. He made the Vulture suit and all that. What I thought was cool though, did you pick up on that he's the Vulture and basically he's going out scavenging? Oh no, I, I didn't. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so he's going out scavenging, you know, different locations where the Avengers are, you know, fighting and damaging and doing all their, you know, their tr saving. Their Avenger stuff. Well, they're avenging, I guess you could say. But they're going around cleaning up, I, which I thought was awesome is that like an, an Ultron head shows up in the movie. Yeah. Where Peter Parker, he or well, Spider-Man, drops like an Ultron head. But I thought the movie went like just the the way that the story went was really cool. Like yeah. it starts off and it you know it's about like the Vulture sets him up, who was like the best MCU villain to date, I think, beside Winter Soldier. But yeah, did you watch really Winter cool. Soldier with me? Yeah, I liked Winter Soldier. Okay, so Winter Soldier was a really cool villain. Yeah. I think the Vulture was an awesome villain, and he came off as being very scary. Yeah. I thought, well, um, what what I like about the Winter Soldier is he's sort of a good guy gone bad, and not exactly. not really by his own thing. And what I liked about Vulture is he's just like creepy as shit. Well, I think what it was trying to show you is that Vulture was like he's the everyman trying to make it making you know make it ahead mm -hmm. and make the extra buck mm -hmm. and you know screw the government. You mm -hmm. know, uh, they there these are multimillionaires out there. I should be making that money too, you know, blah, 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 that same old story. Yeah. And he made a huge business out of it. Yeah, but it's it's the same old story, but it's not boring. They make it not boring. No, 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 I'm not, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that his storyline is very much so like, hey, you know, fuck the government. I'm going to go make well, my money. Well, that's the same with, I mean, it seems like a lot of bad guys. And they were like heist guys, like they'd go mm -hmm. and steal shit. And they're using weaponry from other movies, which I thought was cool. Yeah. At one point, they mentioned like Ultron, like one of his like arm, like guns, basically. They took oh, one of his arms. And I can't remember, but they had a name for it, but some sort of blaster or something. Yeah. But they took like his arm cannon, and they turned that into some sort of gun. And they were basically making all these guns and selling them. That's yeah. how they were making all their money by going and clean, cleaning up jobs or scavenging from jobs. Mm -hmm. The Sokovia, um, where the Avengers fought Ultron, or New York, where there was the Shatari invasion. So he would go and collect all these different parts and pieces, so one way or another. It seemed like he was either going there and actually cleaning it up, and helping clean it up, or stealing from the cleanup, or just stealing from people, taking the cleaned up, you know, objects somewhere else. And that's how kind of the movie starts and that's sort of how the movie ends he's doing exactly the same thing throughout time mm -hmm. but it picks up a lot of different characters in the movie like the shockers in it shocker is a, a spider-man villain the vulture is a spider-man villain um the guy who ends up being uh the scorpion he's another villain that kind of just shows up in, t in the movie i so, like him well the guy from uh what's the show better call saul uh, better breaking call saul. bad yeah the guy from better call saul so in the in the Marvel comics, Spider-Man Marvel comics, mm -hmm. basically Spider-Man is faced with what they call the Sinister Six. So there are six villains who all kind of come together and they're like, "Fuck Spider-Man, we're gonna kill him, you know, screw him, we don't, you know, he deserves to die and all that stuff." So, so they're they, like the bad version of the Avengers. Yes, it, well, in, in such a way, but they're really just after Spider-Man. 
So they all group up and they ch- and they go after Spider-Man. Of course, usually at the end, you know, Spider-Man saves the day and he defeats all of them. Well, he's really strong then because I strong. couldn't even fight off one person myself. And he's fighting off six. He's a very strong guy. He's and not even is he hero. fighting off six, but he's fighting off six that have special abilities. Yeah. Like vulture wings and yeah. scorpion tails. Scorpion tails. Is that how they say it? I don't think so. That's how they say it now? I think so. But I liked how the movie, um, getting back to the movie, I like how it infused a lot of high school kind of stuff, and there was a lot of, like, awkwardness. Yeah, I really liked that. Um, Especially with the girl who, there's a girl chasing him throughout the entire movie, Um, and at the end, it's revealed that her name is MJ. You know who MJ is? No? Yes? No? So MJ in the comics is Mary Jean, who ends Uh. up marrying Peter. Gotcha. Mary Jean Parker. She gotcha. was a huge part of yeah, the that, original Spider-Man um, movies. Zendaya. And comic, of course. Yes, Zendaya or whatever her name Zendaya. is. Zendaya. Yeah. Uh, that was an interesting little reveal. And not that I give a shit. I'd be honest, I think a lot of people might come out of that pissed off, but it didn't bother me and not one bit. Because MJ is a, red, a, a white girl, tall, big boobs, and red hair. Oh, this that's, girl's that's like completely I mean. the opposite. That's what I mean. They picked a completely opposite person. She's and flat people, chested. Right. And not white. Right. And And people not usually get worked up. People get worked up when they go away from what the comics oh, yeah, um, portray. But that's fine. I think it's okay. I'm fine with that. But the movie follows Peter after the events of Civil War and he basically is just trying to be the trying to be uh, uh, popular in such a way where he what's the girl's name he's Liz? trying to capture her he's trying to capture Liz's heart I guess and he wants her he thinks she's so pretty and that's sort of the focus and then the other focus is that he wants to be a superhero he wants to be an Avenger so he's running around in the, you know local locally in Queens and trying to save people and everything else and then he ends up getting pitted against the vulture because he sees an explosion in the distance while he's at that moment, he ends up going to a party, trying to be popular again. Uh, and he sees Vulture, an explo- or no, what an explosion for Vulture is an explosion from Shocker. Yeah. He sees the explosion for Shocker, and then he just takes off. But that's kind of like the events, they all kind of move where he's he's tracking down where all these weapons are coming, coming from. Mm-hmm. And damage control is a huge deal in this movie, which I thought was really cool. So damage control, like I explained before, are the cleanup crew in the comic books who clean up after heroes saving the day but wreaking a lot of havoc on wherever they're saving the day. Mm-hmm. So like New York City being ripped up, you know, ripped up from Avengers, they're there to clean up. But what's interesting about that is that Damage Control was going to be a television show on ABC. And it was huh. going to be connected to those movies. So if there was a problem that, you know, if there was some sort of damage that occurred, it would be this group of people that we would all know and love watching on TV who are cleaning up after the Avengers and other characters. That would so it would be, be really connected. Cool. That would be cool, right? Mm-hmm. Well, instead of doing that, they just connected it through this movie. I don't know what the future is of it, but I thought that was neat. That was a cool little, hey, here's, you know, when I, when they said damage control, I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. So what did you think, what did you think of uh, Spider-Man? I thought he was hilarious. He was like the perfect awkward teenager, and I liked the storyline. I really, really liked his story. I liked how each time he was trying to impress that girl, something superhero-y came up and he had to save the day. 
right. I thought that was really cool. But it ended up making him almost even more awkward because he had to come up with these shitty excuses. Oh, well, I'm just going to disappear and well, I'm not going to give like you a, a reason. Douche because the girl, it, was, it started showing that this girl Liz was in, interested in him and he was originally interested in her. Mm-hmm. And every time she'd invite him to do something, he'd take off. Yeah. So it probably made her feel like, well, shit. Yeah. You know who he reminds me of big time? Evan, Michael Sarah's character from Superbad. Because he's so awkward. So awkward. And the whole point of that movie is they're trying to be popular, just like Peter Parker and his friend Ned. Right. And they're trying to go to these parties and impress people. Oh, hey, I know Spider-Man, blah, blah, blah. And instead, everything like doesn't go their way. But it all works out in the end, because he's Spider-Man. Right. It's cool. well, Spider-Man. I mean, how else is it supposed to end? No big deal. Okay, so yeah, I, thought I, really Spider- I thought Spider-Man was awesome. And yeah. I love Spider-Man and Civil War. In mm-hmm. fact, it made me a... Re- he besides, was my favorite part of Civil War. Him well, and Black Panther. Besides Black Panther, yeah, Black Panther really, really? stood out. Yeah, you liked I thought, him. Yeah, I thought yeah. Black Panther. Was I think awesome. I, they're tied in my in my mind. I really like both of those. Yeah, Black Panther was like right up there with Spider Man, which was very surprising. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect Black Panther to be that much into in Civil War. I knew he was going to be in it, but not as much as he was. But in any event, Spider Man that movie made me my hair rose the entire time. Yeah, I was really excited. I was really excited. So watching a whole movie of him, I didn't know what it was going to be like because before Spider-Man, you know, in the theaters when it would, when it came out way back when, it was like the biggest thing. Like, holy shit, this Spider-Man, I can't wait for it. We didn't know who the Avengers were yet. We didn't see movies about the Avengers. So Spider-Man was like all we had besides X-Men. Mm-hmm. Now we're in a uh, an age where we have all these comic book characters in film, and they're fucking awesome. And you know, back 10 years ago, or more now, more than that, 15 years ago, if you told me I was going to be really excited about an Iron Man movie or a Captain America movie, I would tell you that you're crazy. But now, these movies, like Civil War, I was most excited about Civil War than anything else. Mm-hmm. And But I was just as excited for this Spider-Man movie. But I, don't I don't think you were. I just don't know about other people. No, I, I was really excited I don't for think this. You were. I was really excited can, for this Spider-Man can, can movie. Can I interrupt you and tell sure. you why? Uh-huh. Because I heard from every single one of your friends that you were doing like this weird drum roll, yeah, waiting for Civil War to start, and you didn't do that. This one. However, when we walked out of the theater, I did see that you jizzed on the chair in front of me. I don't know how that happened, but it happened. Well, I thought before I left, I'd have to throw out a salty rope load just for Spider-Man. <laughs> just for Spider-Man. Yeah, well, I have to shoot out a little webbing myself. You know what I mean? You did. I have to match up. You did it very well. But I thought Spider-Man was played very well. I like the actor playing Spider-Man. I think he's great. Um, I like the kid aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, how funny he is, and he's talking all the time. He never shuts up. Mm-hmm. Like how he's texting Happy the whole time. Like, Happy, you know, I'm here. I'm, it's after school. Do you have any missions for me? Because he just wants to be an Avenger so bad. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really funny. But they would take scenes like that. And then they would, you know, kind of flip it upside down, and then it was about Vulture. He just is like he seemed. He came across as like a blue collar guy trying to make ends meet. Almost do sort of dirty work. Well, dirty work, but he was he was trying to basically care for his family. Yeah. That's all he wanted to do, yeah. which everybody can and you know relate to that and understand. Yeah. However, he definitely had an evil side to him. Oh, big time. And later on in the movie, when he finds out who Spider Man is and who Peter Parker is. When he realizes that and he comes face to face with Peter Parker, 
it's like all hell breaks loose. And he's mm-hmm. like, I will murder you and everybody else that you love and blah, 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 blah. By the and way, that reveal was awesome. Yes. The reveal uh, basically peters after this girl, Liz, and it turns out that when he Adrian goes, Toombs is... When he, yeah. when he goes to take her to homecoming, um, he knocks on the door and uh, that's his date's father. Right. And the little boy, there was a little boy behind us. He must have been, what, three or four years old? I would say four. Yeah, I think about four. He talked really he curious. very well. Oh, he was hilarious. He says, when the, the vulture answers the door, he says, uh-oh, wrong person. Yeah, he picked the wrong person, he said. <laughs> yeah, something He picked like the that. wrong person. It was hilarious. That was really funny. But it, it was really hilarious. Yeah, but, the, for, you know, it showed you a bunch of different sides of vulture. I think that... The character Vulture was probably the most fleshed out villain yet of any of the villains in the MCU, besides, of course, the Winter Soldier. But this villain was so awesome, and I was really concerned about the villain going in, to be honest with you. Villains typically in the MCU fall flat, and you don't give a shit about them. Mm -hmm. This one I did. When he turned and he was in the front seat of the car and he turned to Peter and he's like, I will kill you and I'll kill your whole family, blah, blah, blah. When that happened, I was like, this guy is fucking awesome. He's a badass, you know. This is the real, this is the real deal. That's the way that I was like. Yeah. But you all, you also sort of like, like him. It's yeah. weird. Well, because you level with him. You understand, yeah. you know. He's doing dirty things, but he's doing dirty things because he needs to take care of his family. Yeah. Um, and he, he, you know, he's saying that, hey, there's a bunch of rich people out there that make all this money. Why can't I? I should be steal. able to do this too. Tony Almost Stark, like steal from the rich well, and Tony Stark the poor, only does only is quite. able to make that kind of money and do things is because he he was born into it. Yeah, he Where, has the name, sort of like uh, Paris Hilton. Right. Well, what? <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the Tony Stark of our age. Yes, great. great. Yeah, yeah, great. I know. Yeah, well, great. no, she she has the name. Great. But the end of the movie basically is, you know, Peter. Uh, he he his. Uh, they call him Penis Parker throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Flash well, because of how nerdy he is. All the time. Penis yeah. Parker. I thought, that was, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it, it was just pretty hilarious. An awful lot. <laughs> um, but at the end of the movie, you know, Peter screws up and. Tony takes his suit away from him, so he has to go back to that old vintage suit, which is like sweatpants and a sweatshirt, and big goggles over his eyes, which are ridiculous. But I think I think it's, it was cool though, even even so. And uh, well, he, he was just up, a kid. He ends up going after uh, Vulture, and there's an airplane full of stuff from Avengers Tower in New York that's being shut down, which was also another pretty cool piece of information. They're shutting it down because they're moving to upstate New York, the Avengers base that we've seen in, I think, now it might have been three movies. I think we saw it in Ant-Man, Age of Ultron, and Civil Wars. So now we've seen it in four movies, now Homecoming. So they're showing you the, the new big Avengers base. So I thought that was really cool, too. Yeah. Um, pretty nice. So it, it, it basically ends with Tony seeing, you know, that Peter saved the day. He captured Vulture. Um, because everything on that airplane, they, there were objects on there that Tony probably would have lost to Vulture, and it could have been really bad for Tony. And there was one object on there that I did notice. So in the old Iron Man movies, T- 
Tony had this thing in his chest, but Iron Man 1 opens where he gets blown up in an explosion, and they have to put this chest, they have to, I'm sorry, they have to put this arc reactor in his chest to basically keep Tony alive, because he has shrapnel that's about to go into his heart. So this arc reactor basically pulls that, it's like a magnet that takes that pieces of like metal, like away from his heart, like holds it in place. Yeah, yeah. But that arc reactor also works as a power for his suit. Yes. Okay? So in this movie, it shows that there's a whole box full of those arc reactors. Why are why is there a whole box of arc reactors? It must mm. mean that Tony has to go back to having arc reactors. Because at the end of the movie, he's very thankful to Peter that he was like, Oh, thank God you did it, and thank God you saved the day. Even though he told Peter to stop his shit and he needs to calm down halfway through the movie. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Where he basically took the suit away and he's like, stop, you know, stop being stupid. You know, you don't, you don't deserve the suit what yet. Do I remember that? That was like one of the biggest parts of the movie because then he had to put on his like goodwill Spider-Man outfit that he probably made for dress up when he was younger or something. Well, no, he made it because it was before he met Tony and he was, yeah, he was running around Queens. Dressing up to be Spider-Man. We got bit by the spider and yeah. that's how he became his, that was a superhero. He brand. got it from goodwill, okay? Yeah, I guess that's you could say story. That. That's my story. That's what but, it looks like. Sort of. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's how the movie ends, where basically Tony is like, hey, you know, opens a, pushes a button, and he's like, here's your brand new suit. And it's like this gleaming Spider-Man suit that's like way up to date. Looks almost like an Iron Man suit, I guess. Yeah, it was awesome. And there, he says, you know, come and put it on. We're going to take you out. There's a crowd out front. You know, the media is here. So I can, you know, announce the newest Avenger. Basically, Peter's like, nope. I saved the day. I just want to be an underling. I want to I want to just work in Queens and save people in New York. That's all I want to do. Well, then he said, was that a test? And he Did goes, I pass oh, it's a test. test. Yeah, yeah. it's a test. So I think he really wanted to, but he thought that it would disappoint Tony. Yes, because he does see Tony as a pop figure. Yeah. So... And then when he walks away... It turns out that the media really is there and they are waiting for Spider-Man to come out. And Tony says something as he's going back. He goes, we need to come. We need to announce something. If we're not going to announce this, we'll announce something. And Happy throws him an engagement ring. And Pepper Potts is there. She shows up and they're like kissing and stuff. Um, Tony and Pepper Potts, who were it's revealed in Civil War that they have having problems and all this. So here they are kissing. And Happy throws Tony this ring, and then they walk out. So I don't know what they're about to reveal. Is he going to propose to Pepper in front of all the media? Or is he talking about something else? And I guarantee you that it's going to be wrapped up in the next Marvel film. Not Thor, but maybe Infinity Wars or Black Panther. Something comes out of that. Yeah. I, I know for a fact. Something comes out of that. So what was your favorite part of the movie? Uh, I had a lot of favorite parts. I obviously always liked the humor. Right. That's like my favorite thing. I like to laugh. What was your favorite scene? I really don't know. I, I really liked the entire movie. Like, I, I don't think there was a dull moment. I think if any moment could be classified as dull, um, I still enjoyed them. Yeah, there were some character building parts in the movie. Um, I, I, I just like the whole thing. I, I, I think my favorite part was the boot. When they're on the uh, the ship. And, oh, the Staten Island Ferry. Yep, and Peter Parker or Spider Man 
is trying to keep the ship together and that you know cool. basically the vulture's weapon cuts the ship completely in half he's trying to keep it together and iron man comes and helps and saves the day and well, that, i just that... thought that scene was really cool and i really liked the last scene um yeah. vulture and him you know spider-man yeah, on was... the airplane and then they end up crashing the airplane and then they have like a little battle but vulture is like kicking the absolute shit as spider-man and it shows you that spider-man still just isn't ready yeah. He, you know, the always the villain is always kicking the crap out of the hero, but it was clear that, you know, Spider-Man was in big trouble, and if Vulture at the end, he grabbed something and it was some energy like grenade type deal, and Vulture's trying to carry like a big load of these things away, it blows up and knocks Vulture to the ground. Mm -hmm. um, My favorite part about that scene, and I don't know if this reflects on Spider-Man's feelings towards Vulture because he's a girl that he cares for his dad, or if Spider-Man's just a really genuine caring person, but he wants to save Vulture from being blown up because it's like his wings right. or whatever, they were sparking or on fire. Something They're was damaged. happening. Yeah. yeah. And he said, your wings are gonna blow up. I wanna save you. And Vulture was like, well, I'm the I bad guy. I thought there was guy. like an energy grenade or something like something, in the box something. or something. No, no, no. It had to do with his wings. He said, your wings are going to blow up. Your, yeah. wing, your wings. I remember him mentioning oh, the wings. Well, then we, we both saw it differently. Well, that's, yeah. that's cool. I mean, I hope, okay. Well, that sounds more... But it, I right. mean, that that could have been the case, yeah, but Vulture was basically like, I'm the bad guy. I don't care about Peace what you're out. saying right now because I have what I came for. Bye. And then Spider-Man's like, I need to save you. Something bad's going to happen. So he saves Vulture, but... Spider-Man's heroic. He is. But he's a he's still <laughs> he still ties him up in the web and leaves him for the authorities so that he still takes care of the bad guy without killing the bad guy. Right. And I really like that. I thought um, a couple interesting toss-ins. Uh, they, they mentioned Thor's belt, which apparently is like a thing and they couldn't like they, they couldn't they even, couldn't pronounce they couldn't it. pronounce it in the movie but it's called like megging yard or something like that i think we're gonna see that in it's the some movie sort of enchanted out. belt but it sounds like they're creating this belt i don't know apparently the belt can allow um other users to lift thor's hammer so oh. i don't know i don't know what it's about so maybe it's something different in the mcu i guess we'll see um, the mention of, of course, damage, um, damage control is in there. A lot of old mentions like the Shatari weaponry and stuff like that, the Ultron head. So, so there's a lot of throwbacks in the movie that I thought were really cool. Probably a whole lot that I missed. I'm looking forward to watching videos online where they basically say, hey, things that you missed mm -hmm. is the top seven things you missed. Um, the end credit scene was cool because it shows that this guy plays, uh, or the guy who's going to end up being the Scorpion, which is the guy from Better Call Saul, yeah. is meeting up with the Vulture. And it was interesting because the Vulture, you know, the guy the guy who's going to end up becoming Scorpion, which is name, I think his name is Matt Gargan, but he ends up being the Scorpion and he's like, I know people on the outside, we can kill this Peter Parker, and Vulture's like, I killed him. No, he he didn't call him Peter Parker. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm oh, saying well, well, no. Well. He killed the Spider-Man. Yeah. And he goes, "I heard you know him to Vulture." Yeah, and Vulture, and Vulture denied like, knowing who he is. Exactly. And he goes, "You, 
you I know, found that I would kill. I would kill. I would kill him. But it basically, yeah, I think he just wants to kill himself, kind of deal. Maybe, or maybe he's sort of protecting him. So that, that could again. be an interesting part of the story in the next movie yeah. or next movie after that. Yeah, Apparently, yeah. they're making like six of these things with mm-hmm. Spider-Man. It's on the books. It's it's really weird how differently me and you see things. I think that's sort of cool because you think, oh, Vulture wants to kill himself. I think maybe he wants to protect him a little bit because oh, his huh. daughter cares for him. I don't know. I don't know. Not the way that he was talking in the car. I don't know. Maybe. He did bring up the fact that his daughter was saved by Spider-Man. He appreciated that. Yes. But he said if he got in his way, he'd kill him. So, I mean, there's two, a double-edged sword, yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Who um, knows? Who but knows a, lot of con- uh, a lot of connections to the MCU in this movie, they do talk about, they mention, like, the Vision jokingly. Um, mm-hmm. Captain America shows up in the movie a couple times. Yeah. He's, like, in those films. Yes, that you watch like in Like, the gym school class. films. Yeah. Um, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was really funny. I and thought. He, he's like, and my friend, the, your gym teacher, and the gym teacher like raises his hand, like, yeah, I know Captain America. <laughs> well, then they talk about the vision so when they're at the Avengers base that he doesn't like doors; he just flies through the wall, which happens in Civil War. So that was kind of a funny uh, toss in. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of really cool little things uh, thrown in there. I want to see it again because I think there are a couple of things maybe I didn't pick up on. That's the one cool thing about the MCU films is that they throw in these little Easter eggs that you don't, it'll be like a word or a name and you're just like, what the hell does that even mean? Kind of like Thor's belt. Oh, we're making Thor's belt, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, of course, as soon as we got out of the movie, I decided to look that up and lo and behold, there is a Thor's belt, this thing. So that's kind of cool. So I'll have to watch it again and, uh, and pick up some more stuff. Yeah. So any final words you have to say about Spider-Man? Homecoming? Uh, go see which, it. Which was funny because like the the name is almost like a double meaning. Like homecoming because he's in the MCU and homecoming because he actually has a really like a real homecoming in high school. Oh, yeah. that was kind of cool. Well, I mean, he didn't really have his homecoming, but yeah, he was supposed to go to it and then he bailed. Oh, and then the principal <laughs> in uh, the school was is a descendant of one of the guys who served with Captain America. Oh, really? Yes, because he was in Captain America First Avenger. The, his grandfather, I guess it would be. Oh, okay. He was one of the um, Howling Commandos. So that's kind of cool. So the principal is a descendant of them. In fact, in the principal's office, there's like a picture of his grandfather. Like, oh, standing that's funny. Up. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, so lots of throwbacks. A lot, or lots of throwbacks, lots of connections. Very cool movie. And even though with all the connections, it doesn't blind you, it doesn't throw things in the way to make you, you know, stupid connections. There's no connections where it's like, oh, well, his, you know, his suit is made of vibranium or, you know, stuff that just doesn't make any sense. Oh, he's, you know, he's part Ultron. His suit is made of Ultron, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) It's like stuff that makes sense and it connects and it's fine that it connects. It's fun that it connects. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Thanks a lot. So that's it. I would say that this is probably one of my, I would say this is within the top five MCU movies for me, if not close to number one. I love Civil War and I love this movie and Winter Soldier the most, and they're fantastic. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy films, but man, the Spider-Man movie, it was a dream of mine to watch a Spider-Man movie this good, and is, I'm really happy about it. Is, is it bad if I say that I sort of disconnect uh, Guardians from the whole Marvel thing? Yeah, everybody does. I mean, that's yeah. that's. So I think that's its own. Yeah, that's its that's its own thing, and that's fine. I mean, come on, 
it takes a place in space. It's a completely different storyline altogether. Yeah. But when they mash them up in the new movies, it's, that's uh, and I'm sorry. When they mash them up in Infinity War, it's all going to come together. It's all going to melt, and that's what's going to be a lot of fun about that movie. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, I, I think this is probably my number one because while I liked Civil War, that's probably that probably was my number one. I liked Civil War, but this one was more simple because it focused on a hero and a villain. Not one group of heroes slash villains and another group of heroes slash villains, depending on whose side you took. Right. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. It was a lot simpler and uh, it's easy for someone simple like I me loved how the movie opened up where it's, you know, Spider-Man, his first person view of like getting to Germany yes. and his battle, you know, on the at the airport and everything. I thought that was great uh, throwing. Also, what was interesting about this movie is that this is the first connect connect uh, connection to Sony Studios. So when the movie opened, it wasn't like you know the Marvel films thing pops up and it you know it's a MCU movie blah blah blah. Instead, it was Sony, and it was like a Sony opening. And then it kind of passed on a little bit and it showed you a little bit of movie and then it was like, MCU, you know, finally, fuck it. And then they played that and then in that, you know, MCU thing where the show's like Captain America throwing a shield, it was the amazing Spider-Man song. So they showed that because this is, you probably don't know a whole lot of background with all this, but there was a Sony hack that happened years ago. And then the Sony hack, it was found in the Sony hack. Basically, some hacker, probably like a Korean, Russian, something. There's some sort of hacker that hacked all of Sony's database. And in that, in the database of Sony's like emails and things, they found that there was going to be a connection with Spider-Man. And people were like, "What?" You know, it was like all over the internet. Oh, the hack, the hack exposed. You know, Spider-Man's going to be connected, and everybody's going crazy about it. And now. We're, have, we're seeing that connection that they were talking about. So this is like a big deal. This isn't just a big deal that it's a, a, another MCU movie. It's a big deal that Sony and Disney were able to come together and agree to have Spider-Man join the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's hmm. a big deal. Not to you, because you don't, you're not as nerdy as I am. Well, it's but interesting. But to us nerdy assholes, this is a big deal. Explain to me what Sony and Disney have to do with each other. They have nothing to do with each other. The problem okay. is is that there are multiple companies that own different rights to characters. Gotcha. Sony so owns Sony and Disney sort of had to so talk Disney, with each other because Disney owns... So Disney started out not... I can't remember what, how, what the company started out as, but they really owned no properties that were like of high importance. Like mm -hmm. people didn't really, like other than people who read the books, like the comic books, mm -hmm. no regular person really knew who Iron Man was. I mean, there, gotcha. there wasn't a big, there, there wasn't a big uh, um, outcry for, oh, we need to see more Iron Man. Like nobody gave a shit. Mm -hmm. So when uh, Kevin Feige started this whole thing and putting everything together, he started taking characters that nobody gave a shit about. And he was like, well, I'll make movies with these characters. And I'll make people give a shit about them. And goddamn feet and do that. Gotcha. Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, put all in Hulk. I mean, Hulk is a shill, and I think everybody wants Hulk. But those three characters, he made everybody care about them. Now we're in a time where Spider-Man was like the crown jewel. That was a big thing. And Spider-Man, he could sell himself. He still can, but he could sell himself. 
they have made characters that we didn't really give that much of a shit about, and they made them huge multi-million dollar franchises. The Guardians of the Galaxy, nobody knew who the fuck they were. Nobody cared about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Now look at the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. The Guardians of the Galaxy 2 made like upteen millions of dollars over the summer, but tons and tons of money. I mean, that's incredible. So Spider-Man, you know, being that crown jewel that always sold, now is like, Iron Man shows up in the movie and everybody's like, you know, you can hear him in the movie, like, oh my God, Iron Man. It would never have been that way, you know, 15 years ago. Everybody would be like, who the fuck's Iron Man? Mm -hmm. It's just a different ball game now. But that's what's cool about all this, and that's why I enjoy it. And that's why I shoot my load all down inside of my nerd room. That's why and this all happens. All and that's why you have to clean it all up. All over the seat in front of me. And yeah. <laughs> so that's it for this round. Um, we will be back, as always. But the next movie that we'll talk about is... Um, what are we talking about? Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Well, we're the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Awesome! Maybe we'll get uh, something cool at that movie. That would be cool if we get a poster. That'd be cool. Match the poster right downstairs. No, I don't want one that matches. I want something equally as cool, but like, not the same. You like know a keychain or? No, like a poster, but a poster. like a really cool poster. Yeah, that no, it'd be like, cool. Like, a, like an artsy poster, like that. Like yeah. Our, like our Spider-Man poster. That oh my Heather God, tracked so down cool. tonight. Yeah, I'm pretty the, uh, We walked in and the guy's like, we have the posters, but nobody told me where to get them. And he wrote my ticket. I'm like, oh shit. So we got into the movie and Heather had to go get her coffee. Yes, I said coffee at the movies, not a popcorn or a soda. I want to get a coffee. Well, I yeah, said, I okay, well, go get, your co- go get your movie coffee and then ask and see if you can track down a poster. And hold on, hold on. That has By come- God, she found two. That, that has become tradition, though. I, it has I, become tradition. I you need your movie coffee. Movie coffees. <laughs> that moves her colon while we're watching the movie. That's so, gross. that's the end of this one. Next time, it'll be War of the Planet of the Apes. Goodbye, and Heather. Bye. <laughs>